0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to D3 Glory Days. I'm Noah. That's Stu. Thanks for listening. Once again, something kind of special for you today. We have some award winners. I'm not going to get into it now. I'm going to let Stu come on and introduce the new award that we have created out of thin air, as well as the recipients who we're giving it to. Before we get to that, take a look at the show notes for ways to get more out of the D3 Glory Days universe. You can head to www.d3glorydays.com. Check out some articles. We've got some new content up there recently. You can follow all things Division Three running, jumping, and throwing on social media, on Instagram and X, Twitter. Twitter?
1: We're (laughs) just calling it Twitter. You can't take it from us, Elon. On
0: Instagram and Twitter. We're pretty active on there, especially as the weekend meet results start coming thick and fast. Keep an eye on there. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by sharing it with a friend, sharing it with a teammate, sharing it with a coach, anybody who might not have heard of us, they might enjoy it. Share it with them. If you want to go a step further? You can find links to our Venmo tip jar and uh, our Patreon, which is a monthly subscription if you're so inclined. But anyway, thanks for listening. Here's Stu to give you all the deets on this week's episode.
1: Yeah, today we're taking a new approach to the new season by introducing another award. And this isn't your millennial participation handout award. This is the D3 Glory Days Runner of the Week Award. The most prestigious award in D3 running is now coming to you live on the podcast form. Once we get awards made up, we're gonna hand them out to people. That's right. We're gonna be the people that give people awards for their hard-earned training and results in the meat.
0: If they deserve it. We're giving deserving people the award, yeah. Exactly. It's not just
1: giving it out all willy-nilly. We're combing through the results. We're finding the storylines. We're bringing you the best storylines possible. Week one storylines, you know, it's week one. What's there to learn about? How about Spencer Moon from Simpson College? goes out obliterates the competition by almost two minutes beats his own PR on the same course by over a minute last year you remember him from leading the 5k you remember him from being in that top pack at cross country where he finished 10th he's back he's ready he's fired up he's the inaugural d3 glory days runner of the week award recipient and followed by Evelyn Battleson Gunkel you probably remember her from falling at the indoor mile in track getting up come back outdoors being an all-american but guess what she didn't run for chicago last year at the national meet and now she's their number one runner winning a race and bringing four women along with her under 18 minutes you chicago is scary deep and evelyn is leading that charge and she's also the inaugural recipient of the d3 glory days runner of the week award winner
0: This is going to be a weekly series for us, so follow along during the season. If you're curious about who the names are, who the faces are to watch out for as the season develops, I think a lot of times you'll hear from them first on this show. And the D3 Glory Days team will comb through the results to select these names. But if you want to nominate somebody, we're happy to read nominations. You can send those to hosts at d 3 Glory Days. Dot com Nominations to hosts at d 3 glorydayscom No guarantees, but we promise we'll look at them. Anyway, thanks for joining us on this episode of D3 Glory Days. We'll talk to you again very soon. Until then, here's to the glory
1: all right welcome back to d3 glory days a new season is upon us and with a new season comes a very new award and we are excited to welcome on our inaugural recipients of the d3 glory days runners of the week and today joining us now is spencer moon from simpson college spencer welcome to d3 glory days thanks for having me of course, and congratulations on maybe the most prestigious award you've received in your career. What are your first thoughts hearing that?
2: Uh, yeah, definitely up there for awards I've received. Um, uh, just really appreciate the um, award, and wanted to be on here for the first time. So,
1: yeah, we'll we'll be dropping so, off a briefcase of money here in a little bit, but
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> we might have to keep that one under the. Yeah, we'll keep in the deal- but... <laughs> Well,
1: with, with the nil, you know, things oh, are a little yeah. legal now. So, yep,
2: there we go.
0: Spencer, so like opening weekend is kind of, you know, it's an important time in most cross-country programs. Like, I think it's kind of steeped in tradition. A lot of teams have certain races they do every year. Every year, Stu and I did something called the Hokum Carum when we were going to school in Indiana. Is is this a meet, the 6K race? Is this something you guys do every year?
2: Yep, yep. This is a home meet for us. So we go to where we train for cross-country meets um, at least once a week there. So it was just right in our backyard and just fun to run with the team, I guess. So,
0: so this is the first we're seeing you in a race kit. You ran 1734 over 6k. Uh, Stu, you worked out the pace. What did that come out to?
1: Yeah. My math came out to 443 a mile, 256 a K. In other words, like 1440 through the 5k on grass
2: yeah it it might be just a tad short but um ah the truth comes
0: out the award is revoked
2: (laughs) yeah it's it's just a hair short but it's only like 40 meters so my coach uh wheeled it um the day of i guess this year because they mowed a little late but um yeah it's only 40 meters short so it's not like a big deal and i think i just had a really good race i just got in a really good rhythm and um i the first mile was a little quick, but other than that, I was just, just cruising and I didn't feel like I was pushing too hard. Um, like I wasn't actively competing with anyone. So it was just, just kind of a jog on a Friday night, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's a quote from your coach in the online write-up. Uh, I'll just read it. Spencer has done a lot of great things in his career and tonight may have topped it all. <laughs> he was simply incredible. And, and that just strikes me as like, a pretty big statement. You know, this is the first, an, op- an opening 6K home race doesn't really mean anything. And, you know, you're a guy who's been top 10 in cross, kind of a staple at national meets and, and track. Um, do you think that's hyperbole or does that like sit well with you? Yeah,
2: I I don't know. I feel like, I don't know if this is the best thing I've done. I mean, I ran pretty quick time, so um, that's really up there. But I feel like I going into that race I didn't plan on running super fast I just I would have been happy with like 1830 um I ran 1847 last year I think I looked and um I got beat there and that was pretty upsetting so I don't know if I had a little chip on my shoulder from that last year too but um to I looked down at my watch with when I went into the home stretch and it said 17 minutes and I was like oh I I didn't really realize I was running that fast and um, my coach said that to me like right after I finished the race too. He's like, I've seen you do, do uh, quite a few uh, incredible things, but that might be by far the most impressive race I've watched. So I don't know. I feel like it might be a little little stretch, but definitely, I guess has to be up there for races.
1: Yeah. I think what caught our attention is not necessarily how fast you ran, just how much you dominated. I know there's certain races where like people are going to tempo, people are going to go hard, but Mm. you know, hearing you going hard, but it not feeling hard. Does that give you a lot of confidence then knowing you're a minute plus faster than you were last year and the effort maybe was less.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a really good sign. Um, I think uh, this year compared to last year um, I've ran a lot more miles per week but um, I haven't done as many workouts per se so um, I think that's kind of just really showing in the strength there so um, I'm really excited to start getting after some workouts and uh, um, keep the mileage up and see what happens later on in the year but it should be should be fun.
0: Yeah, you're kind of starting the year in uncharted territory, you know, running this race over a minute faster than last year. So, you know, as you look to your training and workouts, you're going to be seeing things in workouts that you've kind of never seen before and like so how are you going to manage expectations of just kind of the daily work but also races as we kind of get into the season because we've got a long way to go. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yes we do. Um so we did a 10 a k um or Tuesday before and um usually I stick probably like to it's just threshold stuff so probably like 306 before and um I was like 10 seconds faster this year and it was just kind of like um I just kind of have to really focus on the effort that I'm putting forth and making sure that's where it needs to be and not really looking at times anymore like I can't be intimidated by the paces and um it also helps just D3 itself is just going crazy so I can see someone like uh, on Strava just running really fast and it's like oh well I mean they're really good and I feel like I'm really good so I can I feel like I should be able to do that as well so it's just kind of seeing like the crazy times and not being intimidated by them really anymore so I think that's the biggest thing to focus on too.
1: Yeah, as Noah mentioned, you know you've been since we've been announcing meets. Like you've been in every, every long distance race at the national meets. I think you did a little bit before us as well. You were tenth last year in nationals. There's that great picture of you being in the, in the lead front. Like you mm-hmm. always seem to be there. But yeah, you know we haven't spoken to you yet. You know, tell us a little bit more about your training. Like you're obviously a guy that people need to contend with. But you know you're in the middle of Iowa. You're not at Warburg. You're not at Lawrence. You know Simpson. For some not following d3 glory may not be a household name but like spencer moon his name keeps popping up keeps popping up you know so like what's your what's your training like
2: um yeah so it's definitely changed quite a bit um since my junior year here um so probably my junior year i was running like i don't know like 70 75 miles and um that was i mean i was getting me to national meets and i just thought i needed that next step so i um, last year I started running, um, I touched 90 a few times and, uh, I thought like when I was doing that, I just felt like a, a completely different runner too. Like I just felt like I had the strength that I just was kind of lacking and apparently everyone else had that too. I I still have, um, to put together an All-American on the tracks. So that's, uh, a goal that I'm still chasing, but, uh, just kind of seeing that, um, and cross and having that extra strength and like we were running the first 2 miles and I wasn't like I didn't feel like I just remember because I made it to cross nets my junior year and like the pace just seemed crazy fast from the beginning and I just never felt comfortable running that fast and then fast forward a year later I was running with the front pack and I felt just fine for the first couple miles and I was um that just really made me feel confident and I think that carried me through the rest of the race um just not being exhausted (laughs) running with a front pack for a mile or two. So, Um, and then I think, so I actually interned uh, at an accounting firm um, in the spring. So I was trying to balance that with track and it it turned out to be quite a bit. So I think that's probably one of the reasons that the track season didn't, I didn't really have what I wanted because I wasn't able to run as much and I was working a lot. So um, I will not be doing that this year. So. I'm hoping that really pays off in the long term uh, this year for a track.
1: You could be our accountant intern. We don't really have a lot (laughs) coming in, so it'd be pretty easy, but we'll get you that experience.
0: (laughs) Yep, that sounds good. I think on paper, you're a guy who, you know, a lot of people could expect to make a big jump this year. I mean, you had great performances in the past, but it looks like you could make that jump from, you know... a 10th to 15th place guy to, you know, looking at kind of a podium come November. Is is that kind of what you're thinking? Kind of maybe give us one goal you have in the regular season and then your national meet goal.
2: Yeah, so uh, fortunately or unfortunately, I see Chris a lot. So that'll be really fun to race him. Um, I didn't see him until conference last year. And um, so that was kind of missed opportunity maybe to see a, like a really good D3 guy beforehand and um, I'll be seeing him at every race from here on out besides this coming one this weekend and um, so I think that'll just give me a little more experience just racing um, I mean Chris is obviously a great runner and uh, just get a practice racing him quite a bit and then yeah my goals um, I started so I guess I didn't really talk about my mileage this year I um, I went from 90 last year and I'm going to probably stick around 100 to 105 this year, so I'm um, just feeling comfortable with that, and um, so probably I definitely want to be top five. That's like the low low goal. Um, so, but uh, the probably a like is probably um, well, we had a Simpson guy I guess second in like 1980 something, so um, definitely at least match it if not better. So, just kind of put myself in the mix um late in the race and just kind of see what happens so
1: yeah you're definitely a guy that you know takes chances i want to talk about that 5k you know <laughs> ethan Gregg gets dq'd before the race even starts and mm-hmm. you know everyone kind of in the stadium knew what was going to happen it was gonna be ethan Gregg pushing the pace you know and you kind of fell into that role you had the 10k already on your legs same with a lot of those guys as well but you know take us through that thought process because like is it something where you did maybe you didn't think you had a kick and see one of the running out of everyone early on, but like what was the strategy or was that like in the moment, like I'm just going to go. And if they want to come with, they're coming with.
2: Yeah. So I guess my goal going into that um, was just kind of see what Ethan does. And obviously he was probably going to push it. So I was just going to go sit pretty close behind him. But um, I think what a lot of people don't know is um, I did the 10, five, conference as well. And the 10 K was a lot slower than what we ran at uh, nationals, but in um, the 5K, um, I went with like 600, like 600 meters into the race, and I just started clicking off like 68s and 69s, and, and I ended up running like 14:23 with a like 70 something first lap. It was it was really like a 76 first lap, so I probably could have ran like or like 14:0 or 14 like teens, so like low teens. So I was just hoping to try that again and. I obviously knew they were going to catch me it was just a matter of fact of like when so i was hoping if i ran like 1410 i would've been like all american and that wouldn't have mattered that when they passed me late but um i did not have the same strength that i had at conference i don't know what was going on there but i was just hoping to repeat that and um just try to run away from them for as long as i can and um when they started to catch up just keep clicking off 68s and um 69s but uh just didn't quite happen that way, and uh, I guess that's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. But um, definitely looking back for um, revenge this year. So,
0: yeah, even in the even in the cases where those moves don't stick, I mean, you still kind of announce your presence. And I think you know when we get to the postseason here in cross country, when you're up there with the lead packs, people won't be surprised because mm-hmm. they've seen you do it before, and you obviously have. You know, the resume to back it up, a resume that's now bolstered by the inaugural D3 Glory Days Athlete (laughs) of the Week, Spencer Moon. Thanks for joining us and best of luck the rest of this season. Thank you. I
2: appreciate you guys having me on and I appreciate the award.
1: All right. Continuing along in the D3 Glory Days inaugural runner of the week. Award recipient. We now have Evelyn Battleson Gunkel from U Chicago coming off a meet win and being the number one runner for Chicago. Evelyn, welcome to D3 Glory Days. Thank you. Yeah, you, you have had a quite a year. You didn't run the national meet for Chicago last year in cross-country. You make indoors, you make the final, you fall. You make outdoors, you become an all American. And now you're the first meet in You're the number one runner at Chicago. Got a deep team. It's been a whirlwind. Have you kind of comprehended like what's happened for your running the last year?
3: Absolutely not. Like, I don't think a year ago I would have believed it at all. Like, I think every race since the beginning of indoor, I was like, whoa, I can't believe I did that.
0: Kind of talk to us about your headspace heading into this first race. I mean, I think everyone gets excited about the first race because it's a chance to showcase the training over the summer, but it's also the first race in a long season. You know, it doesn't mean a whole lot in the grand scheme of things, but what was your individual mindset heading into this meet last weekend?
3: Yeah, so I I was kind of a late bloomer, especially in uh, cross country. I didn't start until senior year of high school, um, so this is really – like one of my first seasons. Um, so I kind of wanna get used to running cross country and um, having a consistent season where I'm able to do every race. And um, as a team, we were uh, our plan was to run as a pack for the first two miles. So it was just uh, more about working together and then seeing what we could come back with uh, for the last uh, about mile.
1: Yeah, and so with you know you Chicago, you guys are really have a lot of depth, and you've had mm-hmm. that for a few you know seasons now. What's it like being able to not only train with them, but then race with them as like a pack? So I feel like that's like your staple strategy is running as a pack.
3: It's really special. I mean, we had four uh, girls in the 5K at nationals, which is like crazy. Um, but it's a really special um, thing to be part of this group because we strike a really good balance between pushing each other with uh, like friendly competition and also being supportive outside of that. Um, uh, yeah. I just think the balance of that is really great on the team.
0: And you guys perfect scored this race, didn't you? you mm-hmm. had the top five finishers? Mm-hmm. What, what, that, I mean, that's a pretty rare moment in cross country. I know you haven't done it that long, but that almost yeah. never happens. What were the conversations with your teammates like directly after that race?
3: Um, it was just, I mean, we were all really impressed with the times too. Cause I think that five of us or six of us, five ran faster than the first place last year. So I think we were all kind of marveling at the growth that we had had in the past year. Um, especially like, I mean, cause on this course, we can compare it like apples to apples.
1: Yeah. and so when you have, you know, a clear, like, oh I am faster than last year and I'm right now leading the team. I feel like Chicago could be pretty interchangeable and you can correct me if I'm wrong there, but you know, with where you're at now, how much confidence does this give you moving forward?
3: I mean, it feels great. Like, again, this is really new to me. So um, yeah, I'm excited for how cross country is going to go. I feel like I have a clean slate because I've never really had experience with running at, like I didn't run a conference last year or regionals or nationals. So I'm just excited to um, get to take on the new stuff like that.
0: Yeah. What are you, what are you kind of looking forward to in your, in this full cross country season? And what are you kind of apprehensive about? Because we, we definitely have a long ways to go.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm apprehensive about the 6K because I've done a few, but not enough to feel comfortable with it. I mean, a 5K, um, it's easier to mentally tackle, but I feel like that last 1K is just something that I'm going to have to uh, be able to mentally digest.
1: So what sport are you coming over to? I'm assuming maybe soccer.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I played soccer until uh, senior year of high school.
1: Did yeah. you run at all in high school? Like, how did how did you get to Chicago then?
3: Yeah, so I I feel like a lot of people, I um, did track just to keep in shape Mm -hmm. for soccer and lacrosse, I also play lacrosse, Um, but uh, I did the mile time trial in uh, freshman year gym, and the track coach was there, and he's like, you should come join the team, Uh, so I ran the 400, and then I moved up distance to the 8 the next year, and then I did the mile a few times, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to do cross country, so it was just like a uh, gradual uh, increase in distance until I quit soccer, yeah
1: you know, you're not used to running cross country, all this good stuff. Do you have an idea of like where your ceiling is? Like, are you just finding stuff new and new about yourself each day?
3: Yeah. Every day. I mean, like even doing the 5k last track season was completely new to me. I think it's just seeing what I can do. I mean, I want to run the 10k next year. If I can, if my coach will let me, um, I just, yeah, I want to keep seeing what I can do. Um, yeah, I think an example of that is like the outdoor 15. I did not think I could run that time. And I just like did so
0: yeah before we step into you know just a recap of some of your track results you know in during this cross-country season are you, are you like totally focused on cross or is there part of your brain that's always like oh this is great preparation for track
3: yeah I mean I think you always like it's definitely in the back of my head but I want to focus on having a good cross-country season because I haven't had that yet Um and I think that our team is really um special this year I mean for the past few seasons it's been uh, going really well but we have a lot of depth and everyone had a really good summer and I just hope that we can accomplish a lot as a team and I'm obviously cross country is more of a team sport. So I'm excited for that.
1: Yeah. With, you know, you guys finishing just behind Johns Hopkins in a pretty, really close race past results. And you've had, I think you guys maybe sent the most distance runners, this past track season to nationals, you know, what are the expectations from your social media? It seems like you guys are, you know, keeping things loose. Is that the case on most of the runs or is it like a lot of talk of like, Hey, we have to do this, 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 this season.
3: I think we're just taking it one race at a time. Um, We haven't really talked about it a lot. Um, Yeah. Cause I think if you just focus on one thing, it might get too, like, I feel like you can be over focused on something. Um, So I think we're, it's like a few months out the conference and nationals. So yeah.
0: Taking a quick look back at last year, before we let you go, you end up finishing sixth in. The 1500 at nationals, your first All-American award. Can you kind of talk about the the journey that got you to that top eight finish outdoors?
3: Yeah. So um, like you mentioned before, indoors, I fell. Um, I was like in the middle of the pack in the mile and the third lap, I got trampled and I actually got spiked in the head and I had to get five staples in my head. So that's why I didn't run the 3K. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, outdoors, I kind of took that experience and was like, I don't want to be in the pack. So I decided to just go in the front and not get caught up and see if I could hang on to the heavy hitters in the 15. And, um, I feel like I was able to hang on for like, I'm happy with what happened. Yeah. That's, that's where that came from.
1: Dang. I did not realize it was that massive mm-hmm. of a fall. So it was that it, bad. It's your first national meet in the final and it was, mm-hmm. God, it was early on. Right. The third lap. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's, you know, just, a chance wiped away. How, how did you respond to that? I mean, you have staples in your head. I'm sure you had to like recover, but like from just the quote unquote trauma from that, like, how do you, how do you recover from something like that?
3: I was really upset. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like people fall and it was just chance that I got spiked in the head. Um, but I definitely was more cautious going into outdoor with, uh, where I was and during races and, um, making sure I didn't fall. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, you'll yeah. definitely have more space out on the cross country course mm-hmm. this year uh, to to maneuver, and hopefully, you can get out of it without any staples in your head. Yeah. Um, what have you thought ahead to nationals? What's your What's your like pie in the sky goal in terms of national meet finish?
3: Oh, I have no idea. Um, I mean, all American that would be great, um, but no, I don't. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no idea.
1: We'll
0: check back in later.
3: Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: So I know you're like newer to, to running and you take a really smart approach to it in terms of like, whatever happens, happens. Mm. What is your advice to people that maybe are in their heads too much? Like maybe I'm sure maybe part of these, you're in your head a little bit too much as well, but you're Mm. displaying like a great mentality towards running right now. What do you recommend to others that like maybe are just too in their head when it comes to racing and gets way too nervous?
3: Yeah, I think that I can accredit a lot of like my improvement over the past year to being like one, learning how to be consistent. And that's just buying into the training that uh, my coach does, uh, that my coach has for us. And then two is just getting over those mental blocks. And I think that that just comes from like self-confidence and really trusting your own fitness in a race. Cause it's hard to put yourself knowingly through a lot of pain and being confident with what you'll get out of it. And if you can execute. So I think it's just like like trusting your fitness and, um, yeah, not being scared of failure.
1: Speaking of take us through, you know, what your training looks like, like mileage and stuff like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I've been pretty, like, my straw is pretty great. Um, I, <laughs> I did have a little blip over the summer where I had some tendonitis, but, um, yeah, I'm running about 50 miles a week. Um, and I'm going to probably increase for the next two weeks. Yeah.
1: So it's yeah. like handling 50. Is that new for you? Or is this an increase from the following season?
3: Um, I hovered around like 48 to 50. Um, but I think the summer is a lot easier when I'm not in school and I can sleep more and um, think more about running than I can during the school year. So we don't start school for three weeks. So I'll probably <laughs> drop down <laughs> after that. But um, yeah, I guess this is a good point of the season to be higher.
0: Well, Evelyn, congratulations on a great start to your cross-country season, and congratulations on uh, winning the first uh, D3 Glory Days Athlete of the Week Award. It's a a pleasure to give it to you.
3: Thank you so much.
0: that's all for the inaugural athlete of the week award ceremony recap episode it's kind of a mouthful we're working on the title but thanks to evelyn and thanks to spencer for sitting down to join us at the end of week one i know everyone out there is excited The cross country season is underway and we'll be there every step of the way so we'll talk to you again very soon check the show notes for ways to support the podcast and uh here's to the glory days huh